This is Two Balls, One Basket with Jordan Alfasa. Hello, this is your host Jordan, and I have a mystery that needs to be solved. Today, I steer away from our regularly scheduled program because there is some serious shit that needs to be spoken about. Welcome to the Two Balls, One Basket, Law and Order Special. Priority number one, who is the fucking rat? Steel Flex, do the honors. This is lead investigator Steel Flex, a.k.a. the Arizona T-Can, a.k.a. the Peruvian penis pusher, a.k.a. Ine Kudasai Unjunja Untayal, while the sun is in the house of core vlog. Shout out Drake and Josh. Today, I come with some crazy news. An investigation has started. And we have not eaten, sleep, I have pooped. But I will not rest until the suspect is caught. So let's get into it. Let me break down what happened. So about a week and a half ago, I woke up for work. It was a Friday morning. And I have two messages on my phone. And they're of a man, a man's genitalia. And he was... He was moving it up and down in that exact motion. I have never seen anything like this. It was appalling. So, you know, I I didn't think anything of it. I deleted the chat. I go into work. And while I'm at work, I start getting texts from this same number saying, what's up, blah, 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 texting me. So I blocked the number, called it a day. Didn't didn't think anything, anything of it. But then that Saturday night, when I told the boys, they just couldn't let it go. So about 10 people, 10 of my boys, I I took a screenshot of the chat uh, to send to them and let them know what happened. They couldn't let this go to rest. So they all texted this screenshot with the caption, nice hog, bro, to the the man that sent it to me. Now, we thought this was going to be a funny meme. We thought this was going to be a lot of fun. Oh, no, 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 no. This man is a horn dog like we've never seen before. It only got him going some more. So this launched a full-scale investigation. He, he started he, – he knew everybody's names that, was, that were texting him. He knew – he was saying, what's up? He, know, he knew my boy's girlfriends. He knew – shout out AJ. He knew AJ's ex-girlfriend from five years ago. So somebody is feeding this man information. So what do we do? We launch a full-scale investigation. So we need to find the identity of him. We do a reverse phone lookup. We find his name. His name is Sergio Gill from Greater Orlando, Florida, area code 352. So we find his identity, but we need to confirm that's his identity. So we find him on LinkedIn. We see that he used to work at a Tilly's. So we have one of the boys create a burner phone number with the same area code 352. And we text him and we say, hey, Sergio, this is Tom Pittman. Uh, or Tom Pittman sent us your number. Uh, we were wondering if you still work at Tilly's. We're applying for an associate position there. And we were hoping to put, we were hoping that you could put in a good word for us. And the response that we got back, it'll blow your mind. I still can't believe it is, hey, what's up, man? 
no, I no longer work at Tilly's, but I still have a lot of contacts there. Uh, and I can put you in touch. We crack the fucking code. We know who it is, but that's only one step of the mission. Sergio Gill, we have his identity. But who's the fucking rat? Who is giving all this information? I ended up texting. I ended up texting that number. I said, hey, Sergio, what's up, man? He said, hey, what's up? Who is this? I said, this is Steven. We got you. Re- we caught you red handed. Who is the rat? Give it. Who is the rat that gave you my phone number? Give me a name. And he said, LOL, this isn't Sergio. You have the wrong name. I said, Sergio, we caught you red handed. Don't try to backtrack now. So we go on for a little bit. I'm, I'm torching this man. I'm straight up torching him. But the investigation has since gone cold. He has stopped responding. And we need your help. If you have any information, any tips, we are offering a, no reward. We just want to know who it is. So if you have any information regarding this case, you need to contact us immediately. Jordan, can you believe this? Can you believe this happened to me? Steve, we've known each other since we're, what, six years old? Mm-hmm. T-ball, Cardinals, St. Louis Cardinals. And this may or may not be one of the crazier things that's happened to this friendship. Because bright and early, 8 o'clock in the morning, while I'm in a meeting, I get a text. And Steve never, ever texts us. He's the worst with his phone. So when I get a text from Steve, I'm worried. I go, Especially get, that early in the morning. I'm, I'm not especially morning that person. early in the morning. So I see, yo, who's got this phone number? And it's just a big old dingling. It's a dude uncircumcised too. I didn't put that on the record, but we're putting that on the record. Man had an ant eater. And I'm just confused as to why my friend would want me to see that bright and early on a Friday morning. This is keep in mind this is a Jewish podcast. Where the hell was the circumcision? Exactly. It was a, it was a crazy, crazy turn of events that weekend. Um, I'm still trying to figure out who the rat is. We we're, 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 we got caught dead in our tracks. The the dude stopped responding. We don't we don't have any indication as to who the rat is. Maybe it was just wrong. Maybe it was just the wrong number. You know, but I'm not gonna chalk I'm not gonna chalk it up as that because there's got to be some sort of rat. And he was like, he could have been looking up names on Facebook and, you know, reverse phone lookups like we did. But I'm not ruling anything out. There's a there's a rat on the loose. And I I haven't slept for a week and a half. Long story short, this guy is a detriment to society and must be taken down. We must stop him. I'm sorry that happened to you, Steve. I'm going to do everything in my power to not really do much. But I'm going to try. Okay. And I can live, and I can live with that. Any ounce of effort is appreciated because I might go to therapy. Hey, I know a good therapist. Who? You got one? Yeah. His name's Anthony Jafrida. Oh, editor! Shout out, editor tone. Shout out, editor tone. But all right, away from all the crazy shit. Let's get back to the sports because this is a sports podcast. This is not a UCF podcast. This is not a Lavisca Chenault podcast. This is a sports podcast. Let's backtrack a second. This is a little bit junior podcast. Dread Gang for Life. Dread Gang for Life. Still not a LaVisca Chanel podcast. But, Steve, I think it's time to introduce the two balls, one basket, fantasy basketball league. 
So we are in an eight-man league. This is all people that either work with me on the podcast or have been on the podcast or will come on the podcast. It's an eight-man league. Steve, what pick did you have? I had the third is the third overall pick. And you took Luka Doncic. Yep, I took my boy Luka, the Serbian slaughterer. So a week, a week in, how are you feeling about that pick? Um, I'm happy. I, I'm really happy with it. And so the way our league works, it's head-to-head categories. So, like, you have different categories. So, obviously, rebounds, assists, uh, three-pointers made, double-doubles, points. And you add up all of the stats from all of your players. And if you have the most, if you have the most points in one category – and you get a one overall point. And the person with the most overall points at the end of the week wins the week. Put it on the record. I won this week. No shout out to Oz. You talk shit and Steel Flex handles his business. It's the Arizona T cans that are going to be winning the ship this year. Um, but Luca, I like Luca as a pick. I like Luca because Luca is a double double machine, and that's a category. So as long as he's getting a double, he's averaging a double double right now, you know, through only a couple games, but still averaging a double double, you know, shout out Harrison Barnes. He showed up in Oz's nightmares this week. Who told you to draft Harrison Barnes? It was, it was, it was Jordy. It was Jordy. But I, I had my, I had my eye on him, mm, but not, the, not, I'm not, putting yeah. that, I'm not putting that one on the record, but I had my eye on him. Okay. So. You said three-pointers made was one of the categories, correct? Mm-hmm. So it was only fitting that with the sixth overall pick, I took Wardell Stephen Curry. Mm. This guy, the other day against the Clippers, I think he had 25 points, five three-pointers made. He was 100% from the field in the first quarter. Yeah, that's, that's actual insanity. I'm actually, with my previous matchup, you know, I won – three-pointers made and I was really happy with how my team performed for Oz said something he said at one point I had seven three-pointers made but I only had like four people play I torched this man in three-pointers made absolutely torched him and I that's mean, what the Arizona I completely do. dominated editor tone well it was a bloodbath from the very first day yeah, I had 103 three-pointers made. He had 57. And, oh, I hate to say it, but host Judy only had 84 three-pointers made in week one. Host Judy only had Stephen Curry play three times. I Who did I have played? And Jalen Brown missed two games. I had – I had And Bradley Beal missed a game. I think I only had Luca play three games and Paul George play three games. Yeah, and neither of them combined to Stephen Curry. Yeah, but Steph wasn't carrying you from Steph wasn't carrying you from eighty four to hundred and three. Just All go right, ahead and Steve. say my team is the elite three point shooting team. I have Duncan Robinson. <laughs> I don't care who you have. I have Tyler Hero. <laughs> Listen, I do love that Tyler Hero pick from you. I was actually debating on sending you a trade a, a trade today for Tyler Hero because it's only fitting. Put it on the record. I called the Heat. We're going to draft Tyler Hero. It's only fitting that I have him. And it's only fitting that I would decline that trade because you're a baby back bitch and I want Tyler Hero. Okay. You know what? You know you know what pick I'm actually really happy with? Or I got him off waivers. Jordan it's, Poole. Is that boy Mo. 
He be balling. Oh, that guy sucks. No, dude. He's I picked him up because of the categories. And in terms of blocks, the man is helping with that category. Yeah, because he's eight foot fifteen. And that and that makes that doesn't make it a smart pick. Why don't you go draft Taco Fall? All right, shout out. This is a UCF podcast. Shout out. This is not a UCF. Put it on the record. This is a Taco Fall podcast from here on out. Oh, God. (laughs) Um, Because Taco Fall, how many minutes has Taco Fall gotten in the first week? Has he actually been playing? Zero. Okay, well, that makes sense. (laughs) So that's why I haven't picked up Taco Fall. Mo Bamba is. Bro, have you seen these Wagner brothers? Mm hmm. Franz Franz and Mo Wagner. Yeah, Actually, the they're gonna... my, they might be my. They might be some of my new favorite players only because of their names. Yeah, until the Heat play him tonight. Yeah, which I'm excited about. I'm gonna be watching with my roommate Brady, who happens to be an Orlando Magic fan. And Damn. I wish that kid wasn't so good looking because that's a bitch move. It is a bitch move. He was born and raised in the Greater Orlando area, and I also, I also know someone from the Greater Orlando area that is under investigation right now. But that's a different story. Um. Yeah, should tell you something about Orlando Magic fans. Great people, great people, but they just they just love losing teams. So, I want to get into some help, some helpful tips to help people win their fantasy basketball leagues. And before people start to question me, trust me, I know what the fuck I'm doing. Steve, can you vouch for me? Do I know basketball better than anyone else? Um. Yeah, I would say that you're Jewish, and if any of the leading sports analysts uh, indicate anything, it's that the Jews know what they're doing in terms of basketball analysis. Mazel tov, you feel me? Come on, man. Mm-hmm. So I have five sleepers that everybody should either keep on their radar, draft, or pick up if they're available right now. And then first one is Miles Bridges of the Charlotte Hornets. This guy is turning into a bona fide superstar. And that could be up for debate because, you know, that's in the same categories as Kevin Durant and all them. But he did go head-to-head with Kevin Durant last night and finished with 32 points. And the Hornets, who are now 3-0, and have sent the Nets to 1-2. and Miles Bridges is three-point animal. He knows how to score the basketball. He's explosive, and he's proven time and time again that he is LaMelo Ball's favorite weapon in the fast break. If you're playing the categories or even the fantasy points, I have a prize picks with him right now tonight, over 35 fantasy points, and that's the only one I'm not worried about. You need to go get Miles Bridges right now. Number two is Keldon Johnson of the San Antonio Spurs. He's another young guy. I wouldn't go as far to say he's a bona fide superstar, but he's got some very good qualities. He knows how to rebound. He knows how to score. He can shoot. He knows how to block the ball very, very well. He knows how to time it. And with the Spurs letting DeMar DeRozan walk, they now are down to just Keldon Johnson and DeJounte Murray, which leaves Keldon Johnson a lot of touches. And the way sports work are more volume, more opportunity. Now, Jordan, I I do want to bring up one thing. What about uh, White on the Spurs? Derek White? Yeah, Derek White. Derek White's kind of a stud. Not a fan, but I can see where people would want him in fantasy. I wouldn't count him as a sleeper. I would count him as 
a waiver wire pickup that you get very lucky on. So this past weekend, remember I was telling you, Jordan, I had some FanDuel lineups. Yeah. So I ended up winning. I ended up winning seventy five dollars, and a lot to do with that was uh, it was Dejounte Murray, and then I had some Derek White, and I had some Keldon Johnson. So I can speak. I can speak from experience of winning of winning some cash. That Keldon Johnson is a bona fide stud. He won, me, he won me. He, he won me some money, um, mainly Dejounte Murray, but still Keldon White, bona fide stud. And De- I'm going to give Derek White a shout out here because he won me some money too. Well, on your next Fanduel lineup, you should get this guy in there because this guy is going to run the league in four years. I tweeted this last night: Jalen Green of the Houston Rockets, the number two overall pick this year. Should have gone number one. The Detroit Pistons are going to regret that for the rest of their lives. Jalen Green is one of the most talented basketball players I've ever seen. And yes, that's with LeBron James playing. I'm not saying he's as good as LeBron James, but the athleticism is out of this world. The guy will jump 60 feet in the air. He will dunk on you. Last night he had eight threes. Dude, that one dunk that he had, did you see that? Yeah, superstar. He's, He's going flew. to be a superstar. He absolutely flew, dude. Next player is, shout out to all of our Orlando friends, Jonathan Isaac. I know he's injury prone, but last year before he got hurt, he was en route to his best season. He is a defensive stud. The Magic don't have much there, so Jonathan Isaac's going to get a lot of volume. He's going to get a lot in the mid-range. The steals, the blocks, fantasy points, categories, whatever you need. Jonathan Isaac, if you have an IR spot, get him on there. So I'm, I'm kind of mixed feelings about Jonathan Isaac. Um, and I can say this because I live in Orlando. So if I want to go to a, a – I live downtown Orlando, like five minutes from the stadium. So if, if I want to – or from the arena. If I want to go to a game, I want Jonathan Isaac to be playing – I it, it makes it a lot more exciting. I have Jalen Suggs on my fantasy team. So another weapon out there to boost up Jalen Suggs' assist numbers. He didn't have a great first week. Um, now, granted, you know, he's got to work some jitters out of his system, get used to playing in the league, stuff like that. I still think Jalen Suggs is going to be a good play. So I want Jonathan Isaac to come back. But, boy, does this this man got the body of the dude from the chocolate episode in SpongeBob. Every morning he wakes comparison. up, he breaks his he breaks his hips. That's a very good comparison. He's got glass. He's got glass lungs, but he's a walking bucket. He is a walking. I I I will agree. I can totally concur with that, Jordan. Hopefully he can stay healthy. Hopefully he can stay healthy. It'll it'll be beneficial for everyone. Speaking of walking bucket, I just set myself up perfectly for number five, Steve. I'm gonna let you introduce number five because it's someone very dear to our heart, someone who is carrying the city of Miami on his back because the Dolphins suck, the Marlins suck, the Panthers are elite. But this guy, Steve, who is it? Um, it is the man that I called the Miami Heat we're going to draft. It is it is T-Wizzy Hero. Yep, Tyler Hero. He is a walking bucket. He's now had 27 points and 30 points in two games this year for the Miami Heat. I have been saying time and time again, 
Tyler Hero this year, I said it on this podcast, will lead the Miami Heat in scoring. And people looked at me like I was dumb. Well, now who's dumb? Yeah, because technically you're the team year, right so far. He's leading the team in scoring by an extended amount. And coming off of the bench. Coming off the bench. The first player in Miami Heat history to record 30 points and 10 rebounds off the bench. But is it, he's still getting starting minutes though, right? Even though he's coming off the bench. He played the most minutes out of all the starters last week. Hell yeah. And I'm expecting another 26-point game tonight against the Orlando Magic, our hometown rivals. I don't know why people consider them a team in Florida. But, (laughs) yeah, suck on that, Ronnie. All right, but, uh, (laughs) Steve, let's get into a little fun segment for you. Well, if you're going to say shout-out Ronnie, shout-out Ron John with that Nina. Whoever that is. Steve, you are a man of many names. Is that correct? I think just based off of the opening to this podcast, one one could say that. Okay. So how can we relate that to sports? We're going to give you Steve's top three funniest sport nicknames. Another Steel Flex segment. I love it. All right. So I put three. I put three together. The first two, they're re- they're kind of, they're related to each other, but they're not related to each other at the same time. Different sports, but um, for the first one, this is this is my. It's going to be the first one I say, but this is number three, and I'll work my way down to number one. So at number three on the list, we have the man, the myth, the legend, the round mound of rebound, Charles Barkley. Now. I chose this because there's a there's an old saying from the movie The Hangover, and it's when Leslie Chow he watches Alan fall over and he goes, "Oh, it's funny because he's fat." Charles Barkley's fat, and I absolutely love that nickname because he's fat. Um, he is he, pretty fat. He's a big he's a big chunky chunky boy. Uh, you ever see Madagascar? I think it's Madagascar 2, where the hippo's walking out the water and the song starts playing. I like him big. I like him <laughs> chunky. Charles rebound. Uh, Charles Barkley was walking out of the water. I can never unsee that now. <laughs> All right. Let me go into number two. Enough about Charles Barkley. Number two, we have William Perry, a.k.a. The Refrigerator. It's funny because he's fat. Once again, another fat boy nickname. That's how those two are related. William Perry was a big, big, big old man. And I love him for it. He was so what's what's crazy about him is he was so big, but I don't think he ever made weight. It's up for debate if he ever made weight. But the man was a monster. And I love him for it. So at number two, we have the refrigerator. At number one, this is Steelflex's top pick. Now, I was a little biased when I picked it because I'd like to go on the record, which has already been spoken many times on the record. This is a Jewish podcast, so it's only fitting that for the number one spot, we have the Hebrew hammer, Al Rosen. Third baseman for the Cleveland Indians, 1947 to 1956. Did I know who this guy was prior to me selecting him? Absolutely not. But tell me that is not 
the that should be Jordan on Foster's nickname, the Hebrew Hammer, on the Two Balls One Basket podcast. What you I selected this because I knew you were gonna love this, Jordan. It's probably one of my favorite nicknames just because of how well it ties into this segment being on this Jewish podcast on the record. I Baruchata out of love it, man. <laughs> Shabbat Shalom, my brother. Shabbat um, Shalom. Yeah, that's that's number one, the Hebrew hammer, Al Rosen. It literally doesn't get better than that. Those are some good names, Steve. I like those a lot. I'm I'm really proud with my picks. These picks are this is one of my this has been my favorite segment that we've done. All right, Steve, I got a I got a little surprise for you. Mm-hmm. And for my uh, listeners. We have a special guest that has just come into the room with me. It is my queen, my mom, Mindy. Hi, guys. Hi, Miss Mindy. Hi, Steve. Love you. I love you more. Nope. All right, mom. <laughs> so, as you know, you are a guest on the number one podcast in the world soon to be. Yeah. Yeah. On the record. All right. Yeah. So, we're going to give you your own segment. Okay. So, as some of you can hear, my mom's got a funny Brooklyn accent. And we want to hear you pronounce some of these names. One of them being me and Anthony, my childhood best friend, yeah. our favorite that we've been hearing you say since we're seven years old. Mom, can you say Dwight Howard? Dwight Howard. <laughs> Listen, I'm not I- even putting it on. <laughs> I'd like I'd like to say that Jordan said she has a funny Brooklyn accent. She has a beautiful Brooklyn accent. Let me Thank put that one out there. Steve, stop kissing her. Thank ass. you, Steve. You, Miss Mindy's my best friend in the whole world. I'm Thank not you, I'm not Steve. kissing any ass. All right, Ma. What? Next player. Go ahead. Who is my favorite person in the entire world? Jimmy Butler. I, I want I have a question. Is it like impossible for you to pronounce an ER sound? No, we can't we can't do Oz and we put Oz where they're not supposed to be. <laughs> That's Brooklyn. I don't think I like Brooklyn very much. I love Brooklyn. All right. Poppy's from Brooklyn, Jordan. Not only Poppy and Miss Mindy are from Brooklyn. It might be the it might be the best borough Poppy? of New York, best area in the world. I didn't know Poppy was from Brooklyn. Poppy was from Brooklyn. Oh. And he also PS2 served War in the Korean War. Oh. You know he lost his ear? Who? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. The next one's a tongue twister. Uh-oh. Mom, can you say Giannis Antetokounmpo? Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> Did I do it? No, you didn't do it, but let's try it again. I know who Giannis is. I know you know who he is. He's in the green outfit. Something like that. (laughs) The Bucks. The Bucks. The Bucks. Or the Fucks. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. This is a Miami Heat household. We don't like them. No, no. So here, let's try it one more time. Giannis. Giannis. Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. I did good. Proud of you. I did good. Steve, she did good there. She did did really good there. I don't know how to pronounce it myself, so... Considering that, she did amazing. There's no R at the end. That's why, see? There's just a bunch <laughs> of O's. Yeah. All right. So, Mom. Yeah, Bob. I got a question for you. Yeah. You know that guy on the Lakers, the really, really ugly one? Oh, the, the guy that I call, like, the refrigerator? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's not the refrigerator. Steve, who's the refrigerator? William Perry. 
William Perry's refrigerator. I know him. Football. Because you're old. Yep. Yes, because I'm old. There you go. But Anthony Davis. Yeah. What do you think about him? He needs to go and get his eyebrows waxed. He's a little scary looking, isn't he? He's very scary looking. He looks mean. He's probably not, but he looks mean. Miss Mindy, what if I told you he recently got married? And he his, did? Yeah, his wife is a bombshell. Really? Do I believe you? Mom, he's a, <laughs> he's a billionaire He's almost. a famous, yeah, he's a famous NBA player. On the I most famous that. franchise in sports. I believe that. I believe that. She's in it for the money. Maybe he's actually nice. He just looks that way to scare people and intimidate them. And it works. And it works. Now, what would you do if my baby sister, Brooke, brought home a man that looked like Anthony Davis? If he made Anthony Davis's money, I would have no problem. I could get his <laughs> house, his new wardrobe, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. Steve. I'm feeling a little hungry. My mom did make some good food for dinner. Salmon. So let's uh, let's finish this out. I want to give you a moment to tell us a sad story. I know you just lost someone very dear and near to your heart. Uh, I did lose somebody very near and dear to my heart. And the fact that you guys are eating salmon tonight is just so fitting. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't even think of that. As of about two weeks ago, a void has been left in our hearts that can never be filled again. Um, I lost my fish, Sergeant Sugar Watkins. He was a true he was a true hero in the war against the Iraqis of Klandathu. Um, he was my best friend. Ouch! I don't know how we're gonna go. I don't know how I'm gonna go on without him. But I think to to end on a somber note, he was a big fan of the podcast, number one fan. That's on the record. Um, I'm going to read a little snippet from the eulogy that I spoke at his funeral. (sighs) Sergeant Sugar Watkins was a son, a best friend, and a reliable swimmer. He spent his days eating Aquion brand beta fish food and going around in an endless circle swimming. That endless circle in his tank has come to an end today. We hope that the God of the ocean, Poseidon, accepts Watkins openly into his arms to be placed into the waters of his mighty ocean. I will see Watkins in every glass of water that I drink, in every pool that I swim in, and when I gaze upon my loved ones. He wasn't just a fish, he was a citizen of the Federation and a true hero in the war against the Arachnid the Klandathi, shout out Starship Troopers. Till we meet again, Sarge. R.I.P. Sergeant Sugar Watkins. I'm almost crying. You're so strong. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you, Miss Mindy. Bye, Steve. Bye, Miss Mindy. I love you. Love you, too. All right. I'll catch you guys next week on the new episode of the Two Balls, One Basket podcast. And before we end, Steve, go heat. Roger that. Go heat tonight. Let's go. This is the end of the podcast.